Welcome to the Open House Podcast. Conversations exploring life, faith and hope with Stephen O'Doherty. The report of a parliamentary committee this week shone a light on the very disturbing reality of organ transplant tourism and the exploitation of vulnerable and desperate people unethically persuaded to sell their organs. The committee also looked at the ethics of a touring exhibition of real bodies preserved for public display. I wonder, have you seen that one? The bodies in that Real Bodies tour may have been sourced from prisoners executed in China. There's no evidence that they or their families gave permission for them to be preserved and displayed for all the world to see. The committee was chaired by MP Kevin Andrews and a former Speaker of the House, you might know. Um, Kevin, welcome back to Open House. And who would have thought we'd be discussing this in uh, 2018? Indeed, but uh, there's a situation not just in Australia but around the world where the demand for organs clearly outstrips the supply and that's led to an illicit trade in organs and uh, illicit activities in terms of people going to countries where there's questions over consent and free will in terms of donating organs. Was the committee able to satisfy itself that there are indeed cases where people's organs are taken against their will or or as the consequence of, say, um, extreme poverty, that sort of thing? Well, certainly extreme poverty is a major factor, and there's been a number of reports by experts, uh, observations by uh, other countries about that, and that that is a factor. And uh, indeed, that's one of the problems here, that if people are living in extreme poverty, then can they really give a free consent, uh, or is it really a commercial arrangement for them that they feel they have no control over? In terms of uh, organs being taken, uh, there are lots of allegations that have been made, uh, particularly in in relation to certain countries in the world. Uh, There seems to have been a practice uh, in China, for example, in the past, where organs were taken from executed prisoners. Now, there are allegations made in relation to that. Uh, in terms of whether or not you know prisoners were being executed for their organs, uh, the committee wasn't in the position to be able to come to a firm conclusion about it. But what we did say was that uh, if this was to have occurred in the past, then it's clearly unethical and undesirable, and that's one of the reasons why Australia should subscribe to the European Convention uh, about these matters. Yes. Now the convention um, is one that talks about um, no removal without. Uh, what, free, informed and specific consent of the living or deceased donor. That's pretty comprehensive. It is, and uh, this is a response from uh, the European community uh, to what is a major problem. Uh, this is the the significant convention so far as the uh, world is concerned, and even though we're not a European nation, there is precedent for countries like Australia to subscribe to a European convention, and the committee's unanimous view was that uh, we should do so as our part to try and uh, stop this illicit practice. Uh, in addition to that, making some changes to our criminal law here uh, and also having better data protection, so that, uh, better data uh, observation uh, and collection so that we can actually know uh, better than we do what's actually happening. No, it's not so remote, is it? There was a, an exhibition, there may still be, Travelling Australia of Human Bodies and Human Body Parts, and um, I remember the debate at the time. There's no, no one really knows with any certainty that those parts were donated, so to speak, uh, freely and in accordance with these procedures and protocols. 
That's the case. In fact, there was two of these exhibitions. They might still be going at the present time. There was one in Sydney and another one in Melbourne. And these are exhibitions of human uh, bodies in some cases or parts of human bodies that have been plasticised, that is, basically preserved in, in plastic. Uh, now, the evidence before the committee was in order to be able to do this, then the plastification process has to occur within hours of the death of the person concerned. Uh, and as you said, there's no indication that there was free consent given by the people concerned. Uh, and, and we think that this is, uh, you know, potentially an unethical practice and made some recommendations that the government should require that in the case of any such exhibit like that, that there is full documentation that consent was given. Yes. Our guest on Open House is the chair of the Human Rights Subcommittee of the Joint Standing Committee on Foreign Affairs, Defence and Trade, and that's Kevin Andrews, MP, this issue of organ trafficking and so on related matters. Do we know with any certainty that even institutions, medical institutions, medical schools, that sort of thing in Australia have not uh, sourced their forensic material for study purposes from uh, sources that were unethical? Well, there was no evidence before the committee of that, so I, I can't uh, really answer the question except to say, as I said, there's no evidence of that and uh, therefore I assume that that's not the case, but there was certainly evidence that that might have been the case in relation to uh, medical schools and health institutions in other countries. In the absence of Australian laws that actually enact these protocols, it may be that we just don't know or even have any way of knowing. That's true because one of the things that we did find out was that the data which is collected in Australia uh, doesn't cover the field, that it's got gaps in it, that there are some inadequacies and that's why we made recommendations that there be a better data collection process than we've got at the present time. It, it's also important in terms of the health of individuals who may go overseas for an organ uh, transplant. Uh, I mean, people might go overseas for an organ transplant because they can uh, find a, a donor who's a family member, for example. Now, that's not... Uh, unethical or illicit but what we do know from the medical evidence is that upon return to Australia uh, because the standards of medicine and transplantation overseas may not be what we would have in Australia that the rates for example of infection is, is uh, on average much higher. Wow and then there's the issue of straight out organ um, transplant so-called tourism, well, where you go to a facility that will offer you a new kidney and you, you just trust the facility that it's come from an ethical source. That's true, and there are a number of countries around the world. Uh, we mentioned, for example, Pakistan and Egypt in our report, mm. but there are other places where uh, this uh, tourism, if I can call it that, um, is, is, seems to have been occurring at a, a fairly widespread scale. And indeed, in the report, uh, we indicated just you know what, what amounts of money are being charged in some cases um, for uh, various organs. For example, a renal transplant uh, range from... Um, Hundred thousand US dollars in China through to, I think it was two hundred and thirty-seven thousand US dollars in Singapore. Wow. Um, so you know there are, there is obviously a commercial market here, and we want to ensure that anything which is done in relation to organ transplants is ethical and legal. Yes, is one of your recommendations uh, that we should look at campaigns to increase the availability of, of organs here in Australia? Yeah, indeed we should, and uh, the the available data shows that 
uh, about 70% of people um, say, for example, that they would be willing to donate an organ, but far fewer do that and far fewer have a discussion about it and far fewer actually go to the steps to actually indicate that uh, they're prepared to donate an organ when they die. Wow. Well, the Parliament at its best, um, and we've seen both the best and maybe the worst in the last few weeks, but this has been an important, it's been an important report. It has, and, and it highlights the role of the parliamentary committees. Mm. Uh, most people see Parliament through the prism of question time, which is probably the, not, the, the best example of uh, Parliament at work, but behind the scenes there are literally dozens of committees working away all the time, mm. producing reports like this, which are generally unanimous reports, cross-party reports with bipartisan support, uh, which go to major policy areas such as this one. Indeed. Kevin, do you mind if I ask you one more thing? Yes, certainly. Uh, um, and that is, you've, you're You've been involved in a committee that had a significant body of work behind it on the religious freedom question around um, not just marriage but sexuality and religious teachings and so on. Where, where do you see that going? Well, at the moment, we're waiting for the release of the Ruddock report and the government's <laughs> response to it. Yes. Uh, now, I'm told that that uh, should be soon. Uh, it's been a long time coming, and I hope it is soon, because we do need to address the issues. Um, my committee uh, has looked at religious freedom. We've issued a, an interim report which basically set out the situation in Australia, and contrary, I suspect, to what most people believe, there is actually very limited constitutional and legal protection for religious freedom in Australia. Mm. Uh, we believe that there there should be uh, adequate protection. It's something which is Australia's a signature to both through the United Nations Declaration of Human Rights and through the International Covenant on Civil and Political Rights, which uh, in both of those uh, documents in Article 18 sets out quite clearly that these are fundamental human rights to be able to uh, have, hold and manifest a religious belief. Well, that's going to be not just the debate of the last two years, but it looks now like the debate of next year. I suspect where we are, with only a couple of weeks to go to Christmas, uh, in fact, this will be a continuing debate into 2019. Mm. Well, we'll leave it there for now. Kevin Andrews, thank you so much. My pleasure, Stephen. Kevin Andrews, the chair of that parliamentary committee, who co-chair of the parliamentary committee on organ tourism and other matters, a pretty weighty um, committee report, but once again, one of these emerging areas where in some ways technology and modern communications and the ease of travel around the world has made it, uh, has raised new ethical dilemmas that we haven't seen before. And he's right. Uh, the work of the parliamentary committees is terrific and often in stark contrast to what happens during question time or when legislation is going through. You're on Open House around Australia. Discover more Open House podcasts at openhousecommunity.com.au.